Hello! And welcome back to Get Real Gaming. It's the show where we get real, talking about the latest video game news, reviews, and releases. I'm Richard, your host, and with me, as always, is Lawrence, my my kept my guide kept in a blade. There he is. Your guide kept in a what? I'm keeping How, you what? in the blade. You're stuck there. What? I'm confused. Forged I don't get the into the saw. It's the Skyward Sword reference. Oh, there you go. Oh, how are you doing, Lawrence? I'm all right. I'm not all right. I'm hot. Yes, it's hot. And if it's if it's, it's too hot, oh, you 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 British you you're the British kind. That's what you are. It's too bloody hot. I'm melting. It's here. either too hot or too cold, and you're never happy. That's it, you. You're never I mean, happy, are that's you? that's essentially my life. This this <laughs> I don't understand why British builders didn't just build. Aircon into the infrastructure of houses because we're meant to keep warm because our country is naturally cold. It's not that cold. Usually, it's overcast. Oh well, now it's over bloody hot. Well, every year though, it's every year we always people always complain the same. So every single year we need air. I mean, I have aircon, which is why I mean, I'm I not ma- complaining. I imagine new builds get aircon, but no, most of our houses are old builds. I don't think the new builds even do. I think you have to go and buy a portable one, which is what everyone seems to be doing around here. Anyway, welcome back to the show, everybody. Um, it's been a fun week in video games. We've got some fun stuff to talk about today, Lawrence. Do we? Yeah. Well, yes, we do. We have some fun stuff to talk about. We had, obviously, The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD came out on the 16th. Yeah. So we're going to be chatting about that in a bit. Um, yeah. We've had some other um, some other indie-looking type games, but I've had a quick Google this time so we can talk a little bit more about them. There's oh, a my game, God, are you telling me that we're prepared? A little bit. There's a game called... Oh, my days. Cotton Reboot, which came out on the PS4 and Switch. That came out today. Um, right. It's basically like one of those side-scrolling 2D, uh, like shooter games that are all very fast-paced shooting and it's like horizontally scrolling. Uh-huh. You know, and and it's like there's a million things coming at you at once, and you've got to dodge everything. But it it kind of reminds me of like you know, if Candy Crush and a really hardcore. Uh, one of those types of shoot inside scrolly games came together and made a game with witches and bright colors and lots of things. It was apparently originally an arcade game because uh, I was wa- I was watching the trailer thinking, oh, okay, this looks like an old arcade game. Turns out it is. It was an arcade game oh. back in 1993. Um, the hell, that's that's. Jesus, that's this is probably old as me. old as old as you. And there you go, exactly. Uh, I'm about a year younger than it. Yeah, older. So it older. looks like a lot of good, uh, good fun if you're into that sort of stuff. Which you know, to be fair, if I was if I was given this game, I probably wouldn't have bored to myself. But if I was given it, I'd probably have a good time on it. Uh, but yeah. it's actually getting decent reviews, seven to eight out of ten. I suppose. Oh, We've also had good. Uh, Chris Tales is coming out. Oh, it came out today as well. Oh, yes, that that popped up on my wish list. Oh, did you Steam. did you wish list it? Yeah, I wish list it. All right, well, you can tell me what that is then. Uh, it's a thing. Wow, you loved it that much. <laughs> I do. Well, I've not really kept tabs on it. I think I saw it during a uh, I think E three presentation, not this year, last year. Yeah, it's- and it looked pretty good. It's kind of like. You get to experience past, present, and future simultaneously. Yeah, in like an indie love letter to classic JRPGs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty much exactly so, right. Nice job. So I was like, oh, I'm like, oh, that looked quite good. I wish to start. Yeah, that yeah. um, oh, looks pretty nice. Yeah, it looks really good. We also had a uh, Death Store came out today. So three three games worth mentioning today came out on Ooh. this day. This is kind well, of there's like also, they also happened today. Okay, well we'll get to that in a second because I'm not quite done okay. yet with you. All right, oh. listen there. How oh. dare you? Right. How dare you? So How dare you, sir? Devolver have released a game called Death's Door. Um, it's got some, you know, resemblance to Hollow Knight, but it's basically being described as Zelda plus Souls type game. So that's quite... Zelda Souls type game. Yeah. So a bit of Zelda-esque stuff and a bit of Souls-like stuff going on. 
Um, and that's been getting, again, really good reviews. Eight, eight and a half to nines out of ten. So it's a pretty highly rated game, to be honest. The art style looks quite unique. It's sort of like top-down isometric. Mm-hmm. Um, but it looks really good. And yeah, I mean, I get why people are saying it looks a bit zelda as well. It's got some nice aesthetic oh. zelda vibes, but probably has some very difficult fighting mechanics. It looks good. Um, and then tonight... At midnight, mm-hmm. well, I guess it's 9 a.m. tomorrow, uh, officially. Pokemon Unite, which is the... Oh, that mobile yeah, MOBA. It's the mobile MOBA for Pokemon. It comes out on the Switch. Um, so does that mean iOS. it's an M-M-O-B-A? Uh, just a MOBA. Just a MOBA. You, oh, you're thinking massively mobile. No, I'm thinking mobile multiplayer online battle arena. I mean, ten, yeah, technically. That's what it is, technically. So, yeah. I guess you're right. It is. So, are you saying it's an MMO? Uh, no, no, nope. no, not saying that at all. No. Loads. Oh, and, okay. uh, uh, Orcs Must Die. You've heard of oh, it? Yeah, I've heard of it. Well, there's a third one coming out this week. Oh, very good. Yeah. So there you go. And what I'm actually quite interested to see about Oxford's Die. It's one of those games that you've probably ended up with at some point from some sort of Humble Bundle or, or something. Yeah, I was about to say, it's probably Humble Bundle where you've got it from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it's actually a bit of fun. It's actually quite fun. It's like 3D oh, tower right. defense. And yeah. I thought it was interesting. You, you can't sit and play it for ages and get through a whole campaign of it, I don't think. But no, the fa- no, fact is, no, no, it's, it's a nice bit of tower defense fun. I need another bit of tower defense fun. Right, Lawrence. Yes. What have we been playing this week? Well, well, well. Look who we have here. I have been playing not Final Fantasy XIV. Ooh. What a time to be alive. I know, right? I've been playing Yakuza 0. Oh, okay. I've been playing Near Automata. Oh, okay. Well, what platform of choice was uh, Yakuza? Um, I started on my PlayStation, and then I thought, well, I've got the rest of it on the Xbox Game Pass, so I thought, I'll just move to PC. Right, okay. And did you, ha- you have to start again? And- yeah, yeah, but I wasn't that far in, so it wasn't too much of a hassle. Right, okay. And how is that going for you? It's going good. It's fun. I've kind of got distracted by the... Um, yeah. By the mini cart rate, uh, like the mini cart mini game right. thing, which you can do in Zero, where yeah. you basically you have like this car and you can customize it, and you get to race it around this little track, and it's pretty fun. Nice, <laughs> it's surprisingly fun. There seems to be a lot of little things like that in the Yakuza series that they're kind there of like is, games yeah. within games kind of thing that can take you yeah. away for a few hours and distract you because it's shiny and pretty, and you think, oh, that's nice, and then because you've got ADHD, you can't put it down. Until the next thing looks shiny <laughs> enough for it. Anyway, sorry, maybe that's just me. Uh, just okay. So what else is it? <laughs> so what else? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I played um, near auto- autonom. That was near it. automata or near <laughs> automata. Is it near, it near automata? Near automata? Who knows? <laughs> Let's pull the whole thing off. <laughs> oh god. Uh, yeah. Playing that, catching up on some more games. Yeah, I mean to play. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's been a good week to do that. I think. Yeah. Um. This week for me, not melting. No, I haven't played the or oh, I can't even say it now. You've brought Auto- that in. Automata, automata. Near automata. There we go. I haven't played it at all yet. Oh, is um, it automated? No, it's it's definitely absolutely not. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but I did want to check it out at some point because the the combat looked really interesting. Ooh, I forgot, I forgot to mention the game that you played. I did this. just slap my thigh. Oh, go on. I briefly reinstalled Cold War, okay. Call of Duty Cold War. All right, because they had sneakily and quietly put in the DualSense um, compatibility. On the PC. PC. Oh, mm. there you so go. So I tried it with, with, with DualSense controller. Oh, my God. And how was yeah. it? It's all right. It's all right? Yeah. Oh. I expected a bit more. 
Oh. What, what kind of features can you... Well, it's, it's got the adaptive triggers. Yeah. But is that it? And so, well, pretty much. So, like, looking, aiming down the sights is a massive resistance. Depending right. on the gun, there's a massive resistance. It's just like, it's good, but it won't serve you in a multiplayer game. And there's no... Um, there is, did you ever look to see if you could change how how resistant it was in the settings? No, it's, it's on or off. Oh, really? That's a shame. Hopefully they'll add more yeah. to it as we go. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, so for me this week, Lawrence, I've been playing mm-hmm. a couple of other games as well. Uh, so it was Pokemon Go Fest uh, this this last weekend gone. And mm. uh, me and my girlfriend went out and we went to a park for both days and played on both days and had a right old, right old time playing right Pokemon time. Go. It's, the game has changed quite a lot, actually. Um, really? Yeah, there's quite a lot of, of new ways that they can, you know, just the experience in general, like just yeah. how you do raids and the user interface is a lot nicer. And yeah, there's just a lot of like new feet, you know, ease of use and features that make it worth, you know, kind of playing. And obviously it's exciting because you're getting all new Pokemon and they can be shiny and all that stuff. But it was actually Pokemon. You did have to pay to join the event. It was like four ninety nine in your local mm, currency, I guess. It's not too bad, I guess. No, well, so you get the on the weekend. It was like so. For example, on the Sunday, they had this thing where because now you could do remote raids, which means basically, for those that don't know, you, there are hot spot points on the map. Where they, where you usually can all put your Pokemon in like a Pokemon gym, and then gym members from other gyms will battle, and you can get like coins for the shop and stuff doing that. Um, but but actually, sometimes raids happen there where big legendary Pokemon show up, and then if you all show up while that Pokemon is in the, is there as for a raid, you can battle it, and then you get to catch it, and it can be shiny and stuff. And usually, those things cost a raid pass, so you have to own raid passes to do those. And there's a different raid pass if you're doing it remotely because of COVID. They said, okay, well, we'll put this feature in where you don't actually have to be at the gym, but you will need a different pass for it. So as long as you can see it in your area, you can do it, but you'll need a pass for it. Anyway, on the Sunday, they basically gave you free remote passes all day. And every time you did a raid, you'd get like extra bonuses. So it was oh, like, cool. yeah, yeah. And, and every gym was a raid every hour. And it was like all legendaries from all across different kind of years that they've been doing it and stuff. So mm-hmm. you could catch up on catching legendaries you didn't already have. And uh, my girlfriend got one of them was a shiny and stuff like that. So it was really nice. And we actually did meet people there and there was a lot of people there. And it was just like, you know, it was a nice community type thing. Made a couple of friends. So I would say. Still, still, still ongoing. Still ongoing, and the the kind of the festival type thing, the the special bonuses don't even end for another eleven days, and then they've got Ooh. like a season of discovery that's still going for another forty two days. So there's actually quite a lot a going on. Season of discovery. It's a season of discovery. Yeah. No. Um, so anyway, that was good, and also I was also playing. Uh, well, we played Skyward Sword, which obviously we'll talk yeah. about and oh christ i can't even remember what it was that else that i really played didn't didn't we we play a certain card game oh yeah we played some magic the gathering as well which was good yeah that was good um and i swear there was another game that i had that i was going to mention that i've just forgotten so at some point during the episode i'll shout out once i remember it um bloody hell yeah anyway let's get on with some bloody news, shall we? We shall. All right, Lawrence. You were itching to tell me something earlier, so what? I do, I do, yeah, I do, I do, I do, I do. Okay. Today, yeah. on time recording, yeah. there was a spotlight from EA. Oh, yeah. On this new bloody animation engine that FIFA 22 has got. Oh, they've done some new animation, have they? They have, right. and it's kind of, it doesn't sound interesting, but I think it's quite fascinating because they've managed to mocap all like 22 players on a pitch and basically use those for animations. 
but to make it more realistic. So they've they've mocapped live footage. They've not, they've not, no, they've got, they've got, they've gotten twenty-two players to play on a football pitch, all oh, mocap okay. suits, and and use that for their data for animations instead of just getting like two or three people in a studio to do it. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, it's, it's pretty variety. pretty cool, pretty interesting. Uh, if you're into the te- technical aspect of things, obviously we've got EA Play live on the twenty-second, which should be the day after of this comes out. Yeah. This podcast comes out, yeah, and uh, hopefully we should know more there. Stardew Valley. That was the other. Ge- that was playing Stardew Valley a bit. Stardew Valley. Yeah, we were playing a bit oh. of Stardew Valley. There we go. That's that's. Oh, right. uh, sorry. Um, Everyone's been playing Stardew Valley recently. It's good. We were playing it co-op. It um, is good. Yeah, I quite, nice, I quite like good Stardew time. Valley. I'm rubbish at it. I just like going out fishing every day. Uh, um, that, that, I mean, that doesn't surprise me. No, it doesn't. Um, and I was also going to say that it's a good job ea doing this because it's only like they're you know a billion dollar company or something that should probably be putting some effort into their animations or whatever just a bit yeah the developers basically said this is the game we've been wanting to make for so long right so now they could now they can stick their hands in the pockets and do it yeah and uh Insane in line with FIFA, uh-huh. FIFA 22. Yeah, yeah. Uh, PC users are getting shafted again um, because <laughs> okay. this is EA's reasoning. Okay. They want to put it on the PC. Like they really do. But to kind of keep it, like to put the next-gen version on PC, it would exclude um, some of the PC players. So then they've they've made it so they exclude all of them instead. Why so would get it? The why would it only PlayStation exclude, 4, Xbox One? Why would it only exclude some of them? I I don't know. This is what EA have said. Um, I think they're talking out of their backsides. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. So so yeah, they've shafted the PC gamers again, and it's and a lot of PC gamers are not happy. So that's you know standard. So does it mean that they're not going to get the new FIFA or what? That just seems a they bit... are they are getting the new FIFA, but yeah. they're not getting the new hyper motion stuff. What? This the PC yeah. the PC is like the one place you would expect the hyper motion stuff. Yeah, no, apparently it's. Uh, uh, I did see an article about some on it. Let me just try and find it. Okay. It's. Uh, I think it said something like EA believes that FIFA is better on consoles than on PC. So why can't PC players just stick a controller in? I mean, they can and they do. Well, that's what I'm saying. But it's just not really an excuse, is it? it, it honestly, they're talking out of the backsides. Yeah. That just sounds like a load of rubbish. It is a lot of rubbish. Well, very good. Well, thanks for that, um, everybody. Uh, <laughs> See you next time. FIFA. Uh. <laughs> um, speaking of rubbish, why don't we add some crypto mining computers to the rubbish pile? Because um, earlier this year, Malaysian authorities carried out a bunch of raids around uh, the airport at Miri, where it was suspected the crypto mining outfits were stealing electricity off the grid. Six men were eventually charged, and to celebrate, Malaysian cops took all of their rigs and publicly crushed them with a steamroller. Uh, all the RTX 3090s. And there's just there's just a video, I guess, on YouTube of literally all these mining rigs lined up in like a car park or something and just a big steamroller just crushing them. To be fair, like Oof. I'd argue that that's worse than not than just like taking them apart and it is worse. Them apart. It is so much worse. Like they're complaining about like you know the obviously what they did was wrong, but um, yeah, not reusing the parts is kind of goes against the fact that it that the, the arguments for it being bad for the environment. Um, anyway, <laughs> there was that bit of news. Well, 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 well. Speaking of rubbish, <laughs> more rubbish, more rubbish. Black Ubisoft. flag. <laughs> I knew where this was going. I knew where this was going, Lawrence. Are you? Yeah, Are you sure? Yeah, go on. 
But Ubisoft has apparently announced a new free-to-play multiplayer. Oh, this is not where I thought it was going. But no, uh, it's not at all. There's two bits of rubbish news from Ubisoft this oh, week. Oh, is there? Now? Yeah, go on. Well, carry on. They've, they've announced this game called X Defiant. And it's primarily developed by um, Ubisoft San Francisco. Sounds good. Who have made South Park, who have made oh. Ro- uh, Rocksmith and Rocksmith Plus. Oh, yeah. Uh, Call of Duty Alum, Mark, Ru- Mark Rubin, yeah. is the executive producer on the game. Yeah. Uh, and appara- apparently it's meant, to, it's meant to be as fast-paced firefights meets punk rock mosh pits. Sounds a bit rebellious, and if you ask it's, me. It, it does. It sounds a bit defiant, if you ask me. It stars um, the different factions from other Clancy games, so Echelon, which is Splinter Cell, The Wolves from Ghost Recon, The Cleaners from The Division, and The Outcasts, which is also from The Division. Uh, and it looks all right, you know, it, it looks like a... looks pretty fun. It's a first-person online multiplayer shooter. So what part of this is the rubbish part? It's just the Ubisoft bit? It's just the Ubisoft bit, Right, really. yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, cool. But it's it's not quite a hero shooter, but you do get abilities. Right, okay. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Well, uh, continuing on the theme of Ubisoft rubbish, oh, um, yeah. I'm just going to read this headline to you. First, it was an Assassin's Creed expansion. Now, it's Ubisoft's eight-year nightmare. <laughs> oh, I know what this is. I know what this is. <laughs> um, a few people said it was cursed. Others simply have no idea what they're supposed to be making. Quote, Nobody knew what the f*** they were doing, said a former developer of Assassin's Creed, <laughs> Black Flag, Skull of Bones. <laughs> Skull of Bones development began back in oh, 2013 no. as a multiplayer expansion to Assassin's Creed, Black Flag that would be released as a post-launch update. Three sources with knowledge on the project's origins said the expansion soon took on a life of its own, however morphing into a full-blown MMO-like spin-off with the working title Black Flag Infinite. And later, brand new pirate game called Skull and Bones. Yeah. The game made a yeah. big splash with an on-stage reveal uh, at E3 2017. Uh, but later, uh, years later, the game is still struggling to take shape and people are running on empty. Quote, a lot of stuff still doesn't make sense, said one former <laughs> developer. Just polishing it at this point would be a waste of time. <laughs> We're supposed to launch in 2018. <laughs> And now oh, it's sometime no. before March 2023. Um, Not all my days. What? Yeah. Uh, and basically the former developers on it, I guess, are just saying that it's just a load of rubbish. Oh, just drop it. Just drop the project. It's already dead. <laughs> Quote, no one wants to admit that they f***ed up, said one developer. <laughs> it's too big to fail, just like the the banks in the U.S., Oh, God. Just, just, it's not worth it. It's not, just let it die. Yeah. I, so, anyway, <sighs> I don't think we'll be seeing this anytime soon, but by the time we do, nobody will care about Black Flag anyway. They might as no, well just re- I don't think anyone does. No, they might as well just make a new game with, with what they're building, yeah. um, just entirely. Well, I've got some interesting Fortnite news for you here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, go on. So apparently the Fortnite's next big concert will be headlined by Ariana Grande. Ah, yes. This was and something we knew was coming for a long time because of all the leaks and stuff. And Lady Gaga yeah. may be taking uh, the stage in in December. And not only that, bloody Naruto might be coming to Fortnite. Oh. Oh, well, we've definitely already got a Naruto run skin. So we had the so. leaks about um, Lady Gaga... Um, so we knew she was sort of already scheduled. The Naruto thing's pretty fun because you'll, if you've already got the running, it's kind of like the Naruto run style, uh, emote where you can actually run, but with your arms behind mm-hmm. your back looking down and it looks funny. So having the skin to go with that will be pretty hilarious. So that's December, is it the concert? The, um, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> what? I'm sticking to a streamed games. Oh yeah. Snoop Dogg. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. His stream has been muted for a week and his fans can't tell him. Why? What? Um, what happened? Apparently, uh, apparently, yeah. um, Snoop's Twitch chat is emo only. Oh. And he doesn't realise that it's been <laughs> muted for a whole week. 
No way. <laughs> Someone's got to be able to tell him what's going on here. No, it's all. It's it's all, this Twitch chat has been trying to emote their way to tell them that it's muted. <laughs> so typical. It's well, he's got glorious. Twitter and stuff, doesn't he? I think I don't know. I don't follow Snoop Dogg. So. Yeah, well, no, I don't either. But I'm assuming there's other ways to contact Snoop Dogg <laughs> than just Twitch chat. Has he Carry not, a pigeon. I mean, it shows you really how much he's not really listening to chat. No, because he did look by now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's Snoop Dogg. Yeah, who knows? We it, who knows? it could be anybody, and and could be anybody. Yeah. What else have we got here? I did have. I've, I've some got. News. I do. I do have. I do have another piece of oh, news go on, here. Go on. You, you tell us your bit of news. Okay. Well, Final Fantasy fourteen. You heard of it? <laughs> Unfortunately, through you, I can't stop hearing about it. You don't shut up about it. <laughs> did you know that it's got a free trial? It lasts until Ah, yes, another well, shill for a game you don't earn any uh, revenue from. Uh, nope, not yet. But we're getting there. <laughs> I say it enough times. <laughs> Apparently, the Final Fantasy XIV director hates that people think his game has beat World of Warcraft. Whoa, that's weird. Yeah, so the so Yoshi P, the FF14 director, uh, said in his live video that the, his game wouldn't exist without World of Warcraft, and that comparing the two is the is the wrong conversation to have. Right. Yeah. Ooh. Interesting, because he's he's obviously saying that it took a lot of inspiration from World of Warcraft. So it's kind of it like did, comparing yeah. your idol to you and that's probably not a good thing for you personally to yeah. be compared that way. Uh, he's, he even said that it's irritating. Yeah. Hmm, irritating for people to be saying it. So, I mean, you know, as, as a developer, you don't really hear those kind of things. No. Normally. What so. I do hear is that there's still people dedicated to World of Warcraft uh, yeah. that won't be coming off anytime soon. So mainly gold sellers, right? Well, there's an economy. You gotta there's get economy. the economy going. You gotta, you gotta get those stocks rising. Yeah. So you know how we mentioned the uh, Pokemon Go Fest earlier? We did. I just thought I'd hit you with some impressive facts about it because I've got got some stats up here about the weekend. Facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So over the weekend. Guess how many Pokemon were caught during the event? Bear in mind that oh. obviously you're you're incentivized to catch for challenges and stuff around the world. Three point two million. One point five billion. Billion. Billion with, with a, a B. B. With a B. Yep. Trainers spun nine hundred million Pokestops. There were twenty three million raids completed. And trainers collectively walked over 125 million kilometers. So there you go. That was a big, uh, a big event, definitely. It, I mean, it sounds like a big event. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was huge. It was nice that you were kind of incentivized to do all of that stuff, and it obviously makes the numbers bigger, makes the game look bigger. Um, mm. Right, what's going on with Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart's 40 FPS support? I don't bloody know. I don't, I don't have it. Apparently, there's a... Well, why don't you have it? You're supposed to be like one of the quintessential... It's expensive. What? Oh, yeah, I guess so. It is, yeah. It's 70 quid. 70? 70? 70, yeah. Not 60, 70. No, 70. Jesus. Well, anyway, they've got a 40 FPS mode now, and oh, apparently good. it's a big deal. It's a potential game changer. Um... Because it gives developers, you know, uh, some more options in how they present their kind of game. If you cap your frame rate to 40 instead of like 30, you know, then, then you're getting a smoother refresh rate, but also gaining some of the power back to... It's not 60, you know, it's, it's not like having 60, but, um, you know, it could be 4K 40 in the future instead of like 4K 30 or something. And you get a yeah. lot more frames out of it. It makes it look smoother. I find even like like my main screen, it overclocks from 60 to 70 hertz. And even just that 10 frames per second boost makes like a visual difference to me that I can appreciate. Um, yeah, it makes, it makes a bit of a difference. Yeah. Um... But there's some technical stuff going on apparently that makes 40 FPS instead of uh, 30 for um, 
up 30 or 60, kind of being the midpoint, um, there's some technical reasons as to why it might look like slower performance, but actually could be beneficial, I guess. Um, I can't really explain most of it now because I haven't done the, the due diligence, but uh, some interesting stuff about that it might be worth checking out. There's a there's a video by a Digital Foundry that explains the whole situation. So if, if yeah. listening to this, you are more interested to find out about that, go and check out Digital uh, Foundry's video on YouTube. They're very good at explaining these types of things in a way that that I probably couldn't at this point. That is digestible. Um, so Halo Infinite is coming out at the end of the year and you can already sign up for the beta which i have done over a hundred thousand people have done lawrence already yes <laughs> it's it's kind of crazy that you can do this already and that it's so many signups already but if you are interested in uh signing up for for the infinite beta make sure you get on and do it i don't know how they're going to be putting it out whether it's going to be you know a queue system or whether it's going to be like everyone all it's, at once. it's probably random random maybe yeah well what what certainly is a queue system is the uh steam decks pre-order system yes we had um this this got announced during the week didn't it it did yeah well didn't we talk about did we we talked about it last week i think um, I don't think we did because we had a bite side episode last week and I don't think we mentioned it. You're telling me that we didn't talk about this. Well, I'm going to go and check now. You, we you didn't. go check. We didn't even talk about it. Oh my God. No. I was here no, thinking that the whole I, world... I don't think it was announced. <laughs> I was I thinking, oh, we don't need to do an episode about the Steam Deck because everybody knows about the Steam Deck. Lawrence? I'm there going, we, need, we need to talk about the Steam Deck. Lawrence, the Steam Deck got announced. It did. It bloody did. Hold on now. I'm going to find out what episode I, we brought you know this what? up. I, t- I, I told you on the Saturday, but the, we had a rumour of the Steam, like the Steam Pal. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's what that's what we heard it. So we, we heard it first. We broke it first. May 26th, we released our episode. Um, we we bloody broke the news first. We were top, top yeah. table. Yeah. And then back then we thought it was going to be called the Steam Pal. It has now officially been named... The Steam Deck by Valve. It is a uh, 720p, but technically 1280 by 800 seven-inch screen, touch screen. It's got two analog sticks right at the top with a D-pad on the left, uh, ABXY buttons on the right. It's got touch pads on either side of it, either side of the screen underneath the analog sticks. And it's got your normal bumpers on top, plus four extra back buttons for customizable... Uh, control so it's basically like a scuff controller on steroids on the back um, as i call it a bloody eyesore you well practically though i mean the, the the controllers don't come off like the switch it's still one device it looks a bit like a game gear and you know what you can do you can dock it and put it up to a monitor you can do that except there's no current available steam dock but they have said that any USB-C dock to display will work so you don't no. even have to buy their proprietary dock. You can just buy whichever just, one just, you want. Just use a bloody PC. It's not... Diff- you, for the price you're paying, you could get a probably decent PC for that. I mean... I mean, 400 quid. I mean... You could get a decent enough PC. You get a decent enough second-hand PC, maybe. But, you know, then you this is still giving you the portability and access to your Steam library. So uh, it really is... Um, an, I don't bloody agree with it. It's a, it's an extension to the already ever-growing Steam library fanatic. And the best part is, of course, is that you can just log in and you don't have to use Steam. They've said you can also install anything you want, basically. It's, it's a Linux-based operating system, but you can go ahead and install Windows. And Linux already has support for a lot of other things anyway so and it's got bluetooth built in so imagine you could be sat with like your wireless headphones in and just be playing with wireless headphones in you could be on discord you can be playing your favorite pc game on your on your bloody steam deck lawrence i don't i don't bloody trust it 
You don't believe? What don't you trust about it? No, I don't know. Steam and tech, uh, hardware tech don't go together. Well, their controller was I pretty all right, know. I think, wasn't it? Yeah, but they, they, I don't like the look of it. Like, the thumbsticks are too far up. Right. The, the D-pad and the buttons are too far out. It just feels like you're going to be cramped at the top of your, sc- uh, the top of your screen. Right. That, and and you got to think of text as well. Like, playing text based games or like uh, rts games or even like mmo stuff does it even work with mmo stuff yeah because the touchpads for will, mouse control it, it will like the text could be too small and well, for like in terms of accessibility for everyone that deeper placement looks like say you've got you know big big hands you're mashing buttons accidentally I think you're trying to come up with problems here, Lawrence. I think it's absolutely fine. No, no, no. Civilization is already on the Switch. You're telling me text-based games are too difficult to play. You can already play all these games, but worse on the Switch. No, 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 because the Civ on Switch is different from the Civ on PC. It's built for the Switch. This is just like emulating a PC. Yeah, but when when you play a 720p game on PC... The UI scales to the resolution of your display. So things like that are built in. Until I've got one in my hands, I don't trust it. Right, well, you'll be able to get one in your hands by quarter two of 2022 if you pre-order right now, because that's where we're up to in the queue. And it's in the mm. UK, it's, I think, actually, this is the, one, of the, one of the only times where a company doing hardware has kind of properly converted the price. If you go and buy, like, like an Apple product or a Microsoft product, and they announce, like, you know... Oh, it's three ninety nine, and you go great. It's going to be three ninety nine pounds as well, which means we're paying more for it. Well, in this case, it's not the same. It's three ninety nine for the base model, which gives you sixty four gig and the slower, quote unquote, slower EMMC uh, uh, hard drive for three forty nine, and then you can get a faster SSD with two fifty six gigabytes of um, of hard drive space for. 459 and then 512 gigabytes for 569 with some pretty fancy swanky anti-glare etch glass which i don't know how much difference that's going to make i have i have heard that you can manually replace the hard drive inside if you want it oh no i've heard you definitely can't because it's no, all kind can't. of soldered in and to, they've said that Ugh. it's not really going to be um malleable in there because of how tightly compact everything is but it is using the latest AMD technology with with potential uh, ray tracing and and all that built in. So games that, that might be able to do that at a low resolution and not fry your Steam Deck might be able to take some of that to... Uh... Oh, I don't. But does Cyberpunk run on it? Cyberpunk doesn't run on anything, Lawrence. It's a bloody no, joke. That's not true. That's it's not a bloody true. joke, Lawrence. It's, it's a not, broken game. How it's dare you? Listen, either How way, dare you? Either way, it's good competition for Nintendo. Speaking of which, did you notice, by the way, that this got announced and then uh, Walmart dropped the price of the OLED Switch? Yeah. <laughs> it was either, I think it was Walmart. It was Walmart or Target. One of them did it, and that's pretty funny. Uh, that's all the news I've got, Lawrence. How are you doing? Is that all the news you've got? Well, yeah. I think, oh, well, you know, the Steam Deck's the, the big, dearie, dearie really, the big me. thing that I forgot that we were supposed to talk about. Are you telling me that we've ran out of news already? Well, what do you mean already? We're 40 minutes in, Lawrence. We've got to talk about oh, Skyward Sword yet. Oh, that's very true. <laughs> I could find more news, but I don't think we need to talk about anything else. The Steam oh, Deck was the biggest thing. Very, very, I don't know why we waited this long into the episode. I'm so sorry, everybody. It'll be the main topic. Oh, hell. Skyward Sword HD. Is it? Yeah. Is it what we expected it to be? Let's talk about it. Initial impressions, Lawrence. Go. The button mode is terrible. True. It the is weird. Motor controls are also very weird, but they're fun. I actually believe that the joy the Joy Cons are the best way to play this game. But the problem yeah. with doing that is that it's absolutely exhausting to just like when you just want to sit down at the end of the day and play a bit of Skyward Sword, you don't want to be swinging your arms around. No. Uh but it is the it is the better experience other than that. Um, 
So Skyward Sword is a uh, HD, quote unquote. Uh, is this a remaster? Is, is it falls under the category of remaster? Uh, no, it doesn't fall under the category of remaster. It's a port. It's a port, but it's not a direct port because they've got it's now sixty frames a second. There's updated textures. Well, it can't be sixty frames per second. It's got to be thirty frames because of because of the switch capability. Is uh, well, it looks sixty to me. It looks very smooth. Uh, just because it's smooth doesn't mean it's 60. Well, it could be 40. You see, now we're going back, oh, you see. Now we're going... No. Callbacks everywhere. Um, so this is a game that came out on the 25th anniversary of Zelda, so 10 years ago. And well, they, say, they say it's HD, so... Yeah, well, HD in Nintendo's terms is anything 720p upwards, so I'm, sub- I- I'm guessing it's dynamic and it changes depending on how hot you switch is, probably, at <laughs> the time. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but graphically, yeah, okay, textures are fine. They, it looks good. It's very bright and colourful. It does That's look better right. than, the, than the Wii version. It just doesn't handle well, I bloody hope so. It just doesn't handle as well, I guess, because of the controls. And the, the other options they've given you are um, you can use, like, just buttons mode, which is so it's like to aim. Horrible. You have to press left bumper and then the th- right thumbstick, right which stick, normally would yeah. be how you swing your sword, is now your camera. But anytime you let go of the right, uh, the left bumper and then use the right stick again, is Link's going to bring his sword out and your camera's not going to be movable. And you're going to be like, oh my god, I just I didn't want to take the sword out. I wanted to, to yeah. move the camera. But in Joy-Con mode, you can move the camera anyway normally with the right stick. Yeah, because it's because you're not trying to use it to swing your sword around. I just I I, I feel I feel like they've just completely botched it there with the controls. I get that they needed to do something, but I just don't think that was the. I mean, how would you have done it? How would you have done it instead? Like, let's think I we are the developers have. right now of the game and we have to decide how the hell we translate Wii and Nunchuck motion control to a controller. How do we do it? I would drop it completely for in favour of the <laughs> box standard one that we've used in the past, like Twilight Princess or Crude of Time, where you can change it depending on how, like, if you're targeting or not. But you couldn't really do that because... Um, some of the controls in the game, it relies on you sticking the sword upwards or like enemies will block in certain directions to force you to attack from an angle. So how would well, you get you just, around you, that? You, I would say... Mr. Lawrence, Mr. Developer mm, Lawrence. I, well, what about the D-pad? Why don't you just change the camera to the D-pad? This is also true. You could, have, But the D-pad's got left, right, up, down. So are you saying you would just have like... You'd have one one D pad button that unlocks the the camera or that turns the camera because you've already got left mm. left uh, trigger that 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 resets the camera. Man, I'm, there I you go. I'm picking it. I'm picking uh, it. You now. I want you to figure this I out. I think I think they should just get rid of the motion controls and just be like, forget the whole diet. Like, you know what? The whole intricate thing. You know what I'm getting from from this from what you're saying. I'm getting the vibe that they shouldn't have brought this game back. You know what? Yes, <laughs> because the only <laughs> way they could have done this was to preserve somehow the way the game was designed on the way. And I understand that the Joy-Con does fit perfectly, but yeah, it's, it's a, just awkward. It is awkward. It's awkward, and and that worries me a little because it's kind of so. I'm playing it in the evenings with my girlfriend, and it's really her first big Zelda game. Like she's never sat through a full game before. I don't think of Zelda. She didn't watch me play through Breath of the Wild, so um, she played on a 3DS one. She played a Link uh, Between Worlds, but she'd never played like a big 3D Zelda game. And so for mm-hmm. this to be a like first experience, she's not playing it, but she's watching me frustratingly play, you know. It, it doesn't hand <laughs> off as the best experience. 
I think we're frustrated with it because we're so used to a way of Zelda handling. Yeah. Like the way of Zelda playing. And because it's so different, it's like, oh, what is this? Well, you know what I think? You know, it's not even that bad when you're in combat because when you're in combat, you just said target, right? So you're just essentially targeting and the camera's automatically locking on. So really, they should have just thought... It's getting the angle. It's getting the angle right Yeah, it is getting the angle. And I like that they use the right thumbstick on control for it. But then I feel like they should have, you know, almost... Uh, you can't have... Lo- I don't know. Anyway, it's, it's, it's clunky. Anyway, the game itself, though, as a whole, so far, has been very fun and very nice. And it's very Zelda. And I'm looking forward to getting into some of the dungeons because I'm not that far through yet. I think I'm getting to the first dungeon soon. Yeah. I think I've played about two yeah. and a half hours. And the... Um, the intro is surprisingly long. Yeah, it is. Uh, I don't even know if I'm fi- if we finished the intro yet. Have we finished the intro at this point? Yeah, two and a half. I mean, hours? I think so. What? What? Farron Woods. So yeah, I think that once you drop down from uh, Skyloft, probably that's intro over. Maybe. Yeah, you're kind of moving into the first dungeony area. Yeah, some of the characters are quite. I like people's eyes are weird. Do you get the feeling that people's eyes are just a yeah. bit? Yeah, I mean, did you meet the did you meet the fortune teller in the bazaar? Oh my god, yes, I did. <laughs> oh my word, like the baby eyes that were just massive. This is not. Uh, nah. Ugh. Yeah. The thing is, I can see stuff from Breath of the Wild in Skyward Sword, but I also see a lot of Twilight Princess and Wind Waker yeah. in Skyward Sword. I can see that too, and I think they picked. I picked. They picked this game. For a number of reasons, and one of them will be that they're adding kind of the flying from the sky stuff back into Breath of the Wild 2, which we saw after they announced Skyward Sword, um, which is why people are making the comparisons now. Um, Yeah, I think the Zelda in this one's nice. She's very, like, she's very... uh, She's got a personality. She does, and it's very uh, baity, if you know what I mean. (laughs) <laughs> she's very basic it's very um it's very shipping yeah you could say yeah there's a there's a lot more i think the expressions on lincoln and and zelda actually the expressions in general are way more than i would say even like breath of the wild that competes in terms of how much expression we see on link like yeah. he's always like doing this like kind of anime type, you know. He's got a lot to his face that you don't normally see. Um, as a, you know, they can't see you, right? Yeah, they can't. But you'll have to imagine that if you were watching an anime and you heard me heard an anime character go, you'd have to imagine what that face looked like. Because I was, you know, obviously doing the best impression you'd get. But for <laughs> listeners, you have to use your mind. Um, Use your imagination. I feel like that, and this is me just nitpicking as a as a long time Zelda fan. This I'm really nitpicking. I feel like Link's voice is a bit too deep for the for him in this game. Well, yeah, I guess maybe. I know it's supposed to be a bit because he's not. He's obviously an adolescent, but it's there's just yeah. a couple of moments where I just thought, huh, that was a bit low. I don't know. Because <laughs> so for me, I never played Skyward Sword the the original. I never played it. So even though I had it yeah, in, that, neither, in the house, did I, so. my dad bought the uh, the limited edition with the CD and the gold Wiimote and stuff. And I think my sister just started playing through it. And because of that, I never wanted to watch it. And then I stayed well clear of it. But then she never finished it. And then maybe she did finish it. But then I just I, it was too late. Then I would, I'd already forgotten and just couldn't get back to it. Anyway, I ended up not playing it for whatever reason. So it came out at an awkward time for me. So this is my first playthrough of it officially. Um, I mean, I'm glad I'm playing it. It's just going to be an awkward one. I think after this, I am going to play Ocarina of Time. Just uh, yeah, just to remember. Uh, I, I think that, well, because it's my first time playing through Skyward Sword, I could definitely see why people had a lot of issues with it. Yeah. Yeah, I can see where the issues are coming from because we're experiencing them firsthand. Yeah. Because I think I think that was one of the things when it first came out, it didn't have the best reviews. I don't think. I think it was kind of like, eh? no. Yeah, everyone was like, well, what's this? Yeah, and especially coming off the back from of Twilight Princess. Yeah, and people wanted another more. They didn't want another cartoon cell shaded. They wanted type, darker, gritty, more Twilight realistic. Princess, yeah, and basically. and we got 
airy, floaty in the sky, Link and Zelda. Although I think that now that we're playing it all these years later, the story and stuff so far does line up really nicely. And it and we did need it. We did need this game for the story because this is yeah. this is the first game in the timeline. This is the first thing that happens. Mm-hmm. So this is like what starts it all off, essentially. Um, so it is a necessary game uh, in the story, but yeah, I'm having fun. It's not like yeah, it, you know what? It, you, do you know what? It is nice to not have an open world Zelda to play. Yeah, it's kind yeah, of like I, I, so. I, I prefer it. Yeah, if you so let's put it this way, right? If you're a Call of Duty player at the moment and you're not really, you're not really nintendo right? This is kind of like going from playing Outbreak Zombies to playing a standard Zombies map now, which is what we're going to be doing tonight, by the way, Lawrence. Um, playing the new no, Zombies I mean, map. You, you, you guys are. You no, guys no, are. You, you have to be playing as well. So, But we'll talk I, about that I'm another time. I'm not playing it. You, you'll have to start installing it. But um, yeah, it's kind of like that. It's kind of like, it's a different experience and a different type of experience. And Breath of the Wild is nice. But the dungeons and stuff, there's just, it just, they just don't compare to a classic Zelda game, you know. And so this is is something that I'm looking forward to the most in this game. Is how it's all. I'm looking forward to playing that more. Do you know what I'm looking forward to the most? What's that? The port of Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. Oh yeah, when's that coming, Lawrence? I reckon it's going to be coming. It's going to be announced in September. Right. And it's going to be coming out in November. And what, so you think it's just going to be Twilight Princess and Wind Waker? Yeah. You think it's only going to be those two? Yeah. I think they're going to do a third. Good things come in threes. We're going to get Ocarina of Time. I think we're going to get Ocarina of Time, but on a Nintendo 64 emulator. You think there's a Nintendo 64 emulator coming? Yes. That would be that would be pretty nice. That would be a reason to... That alone would be a reason to have the, the Nintendo online. Because Nintendo, apparently, this is reportedly Nintendo are looking at ways to enhance the Nintendo Online experience. Oh, add more virtual mm. console. It's that easy. Nobody else wants anything else online. Give us Nintendo sixty four. Give us <laughs> offline content locked behind your online paywall. We will be happy with this, Nintendo. Thank you very much. <laughs> Give okay. us Legend of Zelda's HD collection. Yeah, cowards. Yeah. Well. Let's go and uh, experience some new stuff this week, Lawrence, and uh, wrap it up for today. I've had a nice time chatting about Zelda. It's nice to talk about Zelda for it a is long nice time. To talk about Zelda. You used to talk about it yeah. all the time. Now I need to figure out how to go to the outro. <laughs> There's no way. I uh, <laughs> hope you all don't die from heat exhaustion in the next week. And if you like the episode, make sure you share it with a friend and give us a rating if you fancy it. And we will chat to you next week. Bye-bye for now. Bye. It's too hot. My graphics card's melting. <laughs>